Madison's Alternative, 106.7 The Resistance. This week on the Disruptor Series, I'm joined by Tom McDonald. Hello. Hey, Miranda. How are you doing? I am doing great. So excited to talk to you because this is a new face to the alternative scene. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah, controversial rapper guy turned uh, dude who has the number one pop song in America right now. Unreal. <laughs> Was that the goal when you set out? Not really, honestly. It was kind of floating around in the back of my head. So the song, Ghost, uh, is about my girlfriend. And we've been best friends for 16 years, together for six years. And I've been trying to write her the perfect song for six years. <laughs> and just finally sort of figured it out with Ghost. And when that happened, I was sort of in the back of my head thinking, you know, this fits in the pop genre. And how epic would it be if we sort of infiltrated pop the most plastic, disingenuous, inauthentic genre in music. How crazy would it be if we infiltrated that and took the number one spot and it happened? That's mind-blowing. Yeah. Yeah. So you and your girlfriend, Nova, run pretty much everything yourselves. You distribute your music yourself, and she helps you run all of the business aspects. Did you have to hide the writing of that song from her, or did she know about it the whole time? So, yeah, we do do everything ourselves, 100% independent. You know, when I go into album mode, I spend months sort of locked away in the studio, and uh, she doesn't really come in. She just kind of lets me hang out and do my thing. So one day, I went in. I had no real plans to write that song on that particular day. Um, I just started making music, and that song ended up being what came out. And when it was done... I opened the door to the studio and said, hey, Nova, you got to come listen to this song. Uh, and she came and listened to it, and uh, she freaked out. She loved it. Did she cry? She cried a little bit, yeah. She <laughs> wouldn't appreciate me saying that because she's a pretty tough gal, but yeah. she cried a little bit. Yeah. She's also a rapper, isn't she? She is. She's not just a rapper, but uh, one of the most talented artists that I've ever met in my life. And I'm not just saying that because she's my girlfriend and she can kick my butt. She's truly an incredible, incredible artist. And she shoots and edits all my music videos. And, and yeah, and she can wrap her butt off too. So. so how did you guys get into starting all of this out on your own? Like, obviously, you couldn't have started out as professional videographers and marketers and web design and everything. How did you guys start it out so independently? Um, it kind of came from necessity. We were living in the hood together in an extremely low-income neighborhood in South Central in California. And um, essentially, like, we had both been making music for years and years and years, and none of it was hitting. And one day I was sitting on the front porch at the house. You know, we were seriously like in poverty. Uh, we couldn't keep the lights on and do groceries um, at the same time. Like, we were broke, broke. And I was sitting on the front porch one day. I started penning this open letter to uh, hip hop. And the, it, the song ended up was called Dear Rappers. And that's how I started writing Dear Rappers. And I started writing this open letter. It took me about seven minutes to write that song. And I knew that that was going to be the one that changed our lives. I ran into the house and I said, Nova, I just wrote the song that's going to change everything. Set up the camera. Let's shoot a music video. While you're sitting up the camera, I'll record the song. Let's do this and drop it tomorrow. And we did... And 24 hours later, it had over a million views, and I had effectively gone viral, and we were off to the races. So everything following that came out of necessity. 
we need to learn how to produce better music. We need to learn how to shoot better music videos. We need to learn how to market ourselves. We need to learn how to reach people without the label system. And we just figured everything out one step at a time. And here we are five years later, we got 29 number ones on Billboard and millions of fans and, and Ghost is number one on the pop charts. So it's it's mind-blowing. I know I've said that a few times, but it's, it's truly mind-blowing. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost a year ago that you posted a couple of videos about the music industry and showed people what it's like behind the curtain. And it's gotten millions of views. Do you think that has helped you get the attention of labels and radio since then? I get emails from major labels and stuff all the time. I got three in the last two days. And uh, it's kind of become a running joke in this house. Every time Sony or Universal or Warner, Rock Nation, whoever, every time somebody reaches out, I screen record the email and I just write them back, no thank you, sincerely, Tom. I, yeah. and I blast it off. So clearly something's getting their attention, but I don't think that there's anything in the world that they could do to get mine. So That's a strong stance, but also such a liberating stance. Yeah, it's been, you know, I have no love loss for the music industry or the people in it doing things that the way that we've done it 100% independently. Like I produce all the music. I write all the songs. Nova shoots and edits the music videos. We distribute the music ourselves. We design every t-shirt. We design the artwork. We do literally every aspect of this, just the two of us from our house. And it's an incredible workload, like 16, 18 hour days, but it is just like you said, so liberating and it is like a sense of freedom that I don't think any artists in the label system have. I can say whatever I want, whenever I want to say it, exactly how I want to say it. I don't have to clear anything with anybody. I don't have to talk to a manager. I don't have to run it past anybody at a label. And obviously in today's day and age where a lot of artists and people in the industry are getting canceled and stuff, and it's made people afraid. They don't want to say the wrong thing or make the wrong song or take the wrong point of view or express the wrong perspective. And I don't have to deal with any of that. I have total control and total freedom when it comes to my art. And honestly, like, I wouldn't want it any other way. I'll, I'll, I'll do this in the way that we're doing it until the day I die. I first heard about you on YouTube uh, with People So Stupid. <laughs> with that coming out in the pandemic, a lot of this stuff happening while there were still shutdowns going on. Is there any touring planned or have you done a tour Oh uh, yeah, I've done a few. I think I've we did three prior to the pandemic uh, across the country and back. And uh, my girlfriend has very acute respiratory issues, so that sort of made touring during the pandemic kind of just a no go because she's already has a really difficult time with her breathing and uh, and her the medication she's on affects her immune systems and stuff. All that being said. It's become an increasingly important conversation in this house. I think in 2023, in the summer, we're going to hit the road and smash out 50 shows and see how it goes. That'd be incredible. And I'm sure you guys will be behind the wheel. Yeah, we are. Uh, we will be. And I think the, the last tour that we did, I actually brought my dad and he drove us across the country and back. It was pretty <laughs> cool. Um, it really is the super family run operation. I think we've sold about 500,000 CDs over the last four years and Every single CD has been packed, autographed, labeled, shipped by myself, Nova, my girlfriend, my sister, and my parents. And like I said, Dad drives the tour bus on the road, and he comes out on stage with me every night. And this is truly a family-run operation. It's pretty cool. And I think it's important for fans to know that that money goes straight to you. Like, the best way to support you is to buy straight from you. 
Yeah, one of the things that I've done is sort of cut out the, in cutting out the music industry, uh, one facet of that is DSPs, and uh, that's like iTunes, Amazon, Spotify. So my singles that are accompanied by music videos, they go to iTunes and Amazon and Spotify and all that stuff, but my full albums, I've never digitally released them. I put them out in physical form, autograph CDs. On my website, hangovergang.com, every single penny comes directly to Nova and I, and we in turn end up pouring all that money back into making more music and more videos. And uh, I can't bring myself to digitally release my music and help support an industry that's done nothing but try to tear independent artists down. I just, I can't do it. So that's how we're rolling right now. A Google search says you are known for politically conservative lyrics. Would you consider conservative politics a main topic for you? Uh, I think politics have definitely, I've done a lot of politically charged music. But I think that I've sort of criticized both sides of the spectrum and sort of been uh, an activist for standing in the middle of the spectrum and looking at both sides or standing on the outside of the spectrum entirely and criticizing the entire two-party system and the ultra-polarized environment that that's created. And unfortunately, I think these days that if you say anything that is not totally aligned with sort of left-wing ideologies, you're immediately labeled uh, a right-wing extremist. And I think that if you listen to the nuances in my music and the variety of songs I've done, you would find that that would be false. Mm -hmm. Is there something that you wish people knew about your music right off the bat that sometimes takes them too long to figure out? What we just said there, I mean, there's a couple things that are really important to me, and that's, I think that Nova and I have gotten so good at the music videos and sonically the production of the music that I think that people immediately assume like, okay, this is this is a label artist, this is manufactured, this has been packaged up and presented to me by some massive corporation somewhere. I think it kind of gets lost in the mix that like, hey, we're we're really just like two kids like in our house making music and putting it out on the internet. And it's we've had to break our backs to make the product competitive and comparable to that of the mainstream. So I think that people sort of forget that we're independent because it is so competitive with the mainstream artists. So there's that. I wish people right off the bat would know that this is truly independent. There is no managers or record labels or marketing teams or PR or publicists or anything. And also, just like I said, um, I think that it's super easy these days to second somebody voices an unpopular perspective or anything that's contrary to the mainstream. All of a sudden, you're some radical like right-wing dude. And I think that if you listen to what I'm saying closely and you pick up on the nuances and dive a little deeper than just your surface level reaction, I think that you'll find out different. Your new song, Ghost, we've talked about already a little bit, and it's a departure from your rap songs. What inspired the music for the song? We know that Nova inspired the words. You know, I'm always trying to do something different. Um, I get excited about doing new, different things. And I've been so anti-industry and anti-pop, even the sound of pop music. I've been so anti-pop sonics that I've never done it before. So it's kind of odd, but like by sort of adhering to the pop genre's sound for one song, I ended up doing something completely different than anything that I'd ever done before. And uh, that's really what I was after was just doing something different and proving to people like, hey, you don't, you don't need uh, 17 writers and 32 producers and a composer and four guys sitting on the couch giving you their ideas to make a pop song. Anybody can do it. 
so that's kind of where musically, sonically, that's kind of the space that song came from. Do you think that you will have more songs in that vein in the future? I mean, never say never. I, I really enjoy doing it, and I think that there's definitely a space in music for real, authentic, genuine lyrics in pop songs. It could cause a little bit of a paradigm shift within pop music, and it might become a little less regurgitated and a little more honest. You know, I'm interested in doing that. I'm interested in causing change and, and doing pop music in a way that it's never been done before. But I also have like a lot of crazy rap songs left in me that, <laughs> um, that I got to get out there too. So just whatever comes, comes. Will Ghost be available on an upcoming album? It just got released uh, November 17th, I believe, of, of 2022. So it's only been out a couple months. Uh, and the album's called Renegade. It came out with a mixtape called Revolution, Renegade and the Revolution. And both of those albums are on my website, hangovergang.com. How did you come up with the name Hangover Gang? Well, I was really hungover for a long time. <laughs> um, and I just, you know, Hangover Gang was me and just a couple buddies. And we were just drinking lots and having the best time of our lives as often as possible. And then uh, we all sort of grew up and got sober and uh, the name stuck. I think it still represents uh, a group of people who are trying to have the best time of their life as often as possible. And it's transcended the early years of drinking and it's become a massive, massive movement and a family. Me and my fans, it's, it's unbelievable. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today, Tom. Yeah, Miranda, it was great. Thanks for having me. We're going to listen to Ghost by Tom McDonald right now on The Resistance.